Yes, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Winner's Circle, a podcast where we dive deep into the minds of professional soccer players. But today we have a little twist. Today we have a current head coach, former Venezuelan national team, Daniel Godoy. He's currently coaching the men's Florida Soccer Soldiers of the UPSL in South Florida. Daniel, how are you doing today? Hey, Miguel, how Thank you for your, for your invitation. For me, it's an honor to be part of your, your program, your, your space, and your project. So I know you as a person and as a professional. And to be honest, it's seriously an honor for me being in your program. Thank you. Thank you for those words, Daniel. So how are you passing this quarantine time? How's everything been with the whole pause Oof. all over the leagues? Without, How have you dealt with that? Yeah, without being in the field, it's, you know, it's like, I don't know how you call it, tortura in English. A little <laughs> bit of torture. Oh, my God, yes. It's, you know, to be in action, to be, to be without action is super hard. Uh, you know, try to, to, to keep the contact with the players by Zoom or this kind of, um, uh, you know, programs to do the sessions. It's weird, but uh, you know we have to be like that if we if we're gonna go out of this situation, no? Um, yeah, no. I've I've been talking to a lot of professional players, and they've uh, also told me that they've stayed in contact with their team through Zoom. You as a coach, Danny, how how was that experience for you trying to keep the the team together during this during this time? Well, up now I'm coaching, you know, kids. And at the same time, and I'm coaching the, the, the UPSL. And, you know, it diff it's different. You know, the team that I'm coaching with kids, is, is you, you can have more contact directly. And you can, you can be a, more able to control the, the sessions by Zoom. Uh, you know, you set the sessions during the weeks and the kids, you have to be, you know, you have to have your, create, your creativity, in, in a full in a full uh, action because the kids get bored if you don't create something new every single session. So uh, you know you as a coach have to be able to 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 you know make fly your imagination and, and of course your knowledge and try to make every single practice uh, for the kids able to learn but at the same time uh, funny you know and. Yeah. And for the big for the big guys, you know, these kind of teams uh, are different. Uh, you have to trust in, in, in their, you know, in them. They have to be professional, and they have to uh, train it by themselves. And I set up program for them uh, to practice every single day at 11 a.m. Uh, with a 54. Uh, they 54D is the program that they you know it's like workout uh, because one of the players that we have is Luis Calderon and he's one of the um, trainer of this uh, gym and they offer every single day at 11 a.m. workout by Zoom and and everybody is connected all the player a lot of a lot of players around the world get connected in these classes. And then uh, I said every single day, guys, you need to connect with him <laughs> and do the session because 
sometimes it's better to have a, a, a trainer in charge of the classes because it's more um, often because it's every single day at 11 a.m. You know, try to invite a, a methodology to keep them busy and 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 shape at the same time. You know, it's important as as a coach to have your team always active, even during this time of break. Yeah. Uh, I know it's 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 important to have them always active and and staying sharp as possible. But now that you guys are are training again together, how yeah. how was it coming back to the field or coming back to the training grounds again, seeing each other and and yes, faces well. again. How was that? You, you know, respecting the regulations uh, is still is weird. You know, you, you, you cannot have contact. You have to respect the distance. It's just more individually. It's uh, focusing the technique uh, and develop the technique. And, and you know, depurar, how do you, how do you call it? The, the pure could be? How do you call it? Depurar, like clean, these kind of things. That, yeah. These kind of things that you are a master cleaning this technique that's fu fundamentals uh, techniques. You know, practice are weird, but at the same time, and, and you have to be, uh, you have to have your imagination always ready for fly and always to create something different uh, to make the practice, you know, with a good entertainment, but at the same time, the, the players are learning, you know. Now, Starting this week, we are creating more contact. Now we are allowed to practice with six players. So now you can do something different. You can have, so you can do some rondos and, and possessions and 3v2 or 3v3 or, or 4v2. So, uh, you know, it's, it's still we have, we have regulation, but at least we are in the field in contact with the ball. Uh, you know, we have to adapt yourself and you have to adapt the team. They understand. and. And we're going, we're going good. The first days, we have two weeks and a half working. The first week we, we did just running. We, we went to Kibiscane Bridge and start doing just run, 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 run. And to keep, uh, again, the, the, you know, the core of the, of the strengthening, strengthening. And, you know, now the second week we start doing something different and now this week we are now we are we having more contact with the ball and the things that i told you before so i've i've been able to witness your your team and how you handle uh your team and you know it always seems like you have a very unified group very uh motivated players players that love playing for you yeah. what what is what would you say uh, what are the things that you say to your players to keep them motivated, to have that passion, to keep playing for you? I used to be a very, when I used to be a, a professional player, I used to be, you know, very visual and very, you know, paying attention to the detail, details of how the, the good coaches that, you know, como se dice, una huella, they made... Uh, they leave a mark. Yeah, they make a little mark, a mark in my in my in my life as a as a soccer as a professional soccer player, and how they can control the group, what kind of things they can do, and I I I learned it with them. The coach, coaches have to be very straight with the message, okay, very clear, no lies, always talking with the truth, and always focus 
and enjoy the game. It's not just about to win. Of course, you have to win always, but the players have to feel comfortable inside the field. If you take the pressure of win, okay, out, or you, if you are enough smart to introduce, of course, the measures of win during the practice session, so at the end of the at the at the end of the day, you're gonna have a player motivated for win. But of course, the first concept that you have to install in the head of a player is enjoy the game. This is a game. So if you don't feel happy playing this, you cannot come to practice. At least you have to feel happy putting your shoes and getting the feel and everything, every single problem that you have in, in your life, if you have it, leave it outside the field and come to enjoy. Okay, don't come to the practice bringing something negative because this is gonna be re reflected in the practice and that's gonna affect the group. So I try to, to, to tell to the players every time, come enjoy the game. If you have, if you have more experience than other players, Try to be a positive leader, okay? Don't use that experience to, you know, to control your teammates, to send message negative or, or you know, control the young players in a negative way. So, you know, these kind of things, uh, this kind of message, every single practice, if you reinforce it every time, you know, the... the, the, the um, the team, the core of the players, the, the players that have more experience, they're going to follow, you know, the philosophy. And at the end of the day, if you have young players or if you have players that want to get involved uh, in this uh, harmony, they're going to follow the, the leader of the group. So, you know, cap the attention of the leader of the group is the first thing that you have to uh, control in the... So the team you know sometimes you know when you have those younger players coming in uh they're coming in from different training environments you know your captains on the team already bought into your philosophy how do you get these new players to buy into your philosophy you know because sometimes they can come in thinking they know everything and they can question you you know what yeah. i mean so yeah. what, what do you say to them or what do you show to them so that they buy into your philosophy Always new players come with nervous, you know, the majority of the time when you see a young player coming in a team, you can feel how nervous they are in the beginning. They want to do everything, everything good. They don't want to make mistakes. And then we, you, you starting uh, because the young, young blood is always uh, the roots of the group, the roots of the future of the team. You know, you have to be very careful, but at the same time, you have to be straight with them. You have to be, you know, firm with them and always, you know, put the example of the players that have more experience and they need to copy them. They need to do what they're doing. If you see as a young player, the one player that has 32 years that play Copa Libertadores or play in Europe or play, could be in a... In, in, in Division One uh, University, so if you see that kind of player running, don't argue with me, don't argue with the referees, doing the best in every single practice, coming early to the practice, uh, respecting the rules. So 
you know, at the end of the day, you're going to have a young player that is going to copy that, that player. If you see that this player doesn't do that, you know, this kid, you have to talk with them separately. Hey, you have to call the attention, you know, give me the first call. And then you're going to have, even if, if, he, if he's a very talented player, if he doesn't do this, so he, I don't like it. I don't, and I know the majority of the coaches doesn't like this. And, but you as a coach, you need to be smart enough to control the, these kind of players that come with that, you know, rebel. Está bien es decir así, rebeldía. Yeah, rebels. Yeah. Yeah, with that rebels and 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 try to get the best of them because at the end of the day, are Jones, and you have to try to control as more as you can his brain, so his brain, in a positive way, in order that that you can use his talent for the group. You know. Was that something that you experienced yourself as a younger player coming into the professional game as a young player? Did you have that coach that would kind of guide you in the right direction? Or was it more of the team team environment yeah. that guide you in the right direction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have the, the you know, the fortune to, to, to have player, young players that come with that, you know, with that motivation inside, they want to do everything, everything good. And always with, you know, with that hungry to learn every day. And... But was that something that you experienced as a young player? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, for me, when I, when, I, yeah, when I was a young player, I made a lot of mistakes. I, I, I made a lot of mistakes, but I... I you know, I play in uh, one of the best teams in my country, is Caracas Football Club. And when I get there in the first team, like, you know, uh, the first 11, nine were in the national team. So imagine how, you can imagine how hard it were playing to make the, your debut in the, in the first team. How old so, were you when you joined the first team? 19, 19. Oh. I was old. Because in my country, in that moment, it was very hard. And now the players in my country has a allow the mandatory have to have to be inside the field two players with 18 years old. So that's good for the future of the of the of the of the country. And that you know to to promote young players to the national teams under 20, under 17, under 18. Because in that moment, when I when I went to the to the international games with the under twenty on the under twenty three, I played versus you know Maicon versus uh, Dida versus Alex uh, Diego Robinho, uh, just to give you some names, and this player in, in their country has in that had in that moment a hundred of games in, in first division. And I, in, in, in that moment, I have just two, two games uh, in first division. So it's, it's, uh, it was a good step for my country uh, implement that rule under, under 18, mandatory in, in game, because now you can see the results, how, how Venezuela is growing. Uh, and you can see the quality of the players. Always in Venezuela have been quality of players. 
but now with that rule that we copying from Colombia, from other countries, um, we are growing. We are growing, and, and 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 now you can see the difference. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, that, I think that's a fantastic rule. I think a lot of these younger players they need to have that experience. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they need to have that game time to to get that experience, and then hopefully in the near future make that jump up to the starting eleven or first choice subs. Subs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, so, Danny, you as a young player, once you made your debut in the first team and, and being in Caraca Football Club, how was that process for you adapting, you know, to the level of play in, in the professional game? Well, in, in that moment, uh, Caraca Football Club has a, you know, a good uh, philosophy to promote the young players to the first division. In that moment, uh, when they include me in the first team, the coaches that are there have, have to understand they, they need to, to, to take into account the young players. It's not like, okay, this is John, we need to get results of the game. I don't have time to develop young players because it's hard as a coach when you are coaching, you know, one of the best in one country you you can't you don't have too much time to get success so you don't you don't you need to you know the players that are more ready and for me in that moment it was a hard competition because i was com competing with players that had a lot of games in, in the national team playing for one position or, or, or fighting for another position and but always like i say uh, before those players they were competing with me even when they were more uh, older than me and with a lot of experience more than me always were an amazing person with me so they train me they give me shoes they give me the best spot they come me to 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 join in, in the in the meetings after practice before the practice uh, let's let's eat a, a, a parrilla asado let's no, they train me as a as a normal as a normal person. It's not like, oh, you are the young, so stay away. We are just here the the, the oldest players, and that makes me you know makes me grow as a person. Uh, and and that's why that's one of the things that when you became as a as a coach, when you see the quality of the players, it's not just making an evaluation about how good is the player. You need to take into account how good is as a person. Okay, because I don't care if you have a good player, if I have a good player in the team. I, I'd rather have a good person first. And then from that point, you can start a team. Quality of players, but starting always with quality of, you know, as a human being. I completely agree with you on that one, Danny. I think it's super important for players to be good people off the field and good good players on the field. And and I think it's it all comes down to, you know, the training environment there. And like it, like you growing up at Caracas, you said that you were very included with the group. Everybody treated you good. 
and you yeah. were able to pass that over now as a coach to your players. Of course. Yeah. And and a lot of times, you know, going back to when players question your philosophy, you know, there's there's a lot of players that they might not have been taught that way. How yeah. do you how do you manage that in terms of do you you know take them aside and and speak to them directly? Do you let them kind of mellow in with the group? Well, it's using always examples. Yeah, always like a you know, as a, uh, yeah, using example as a players that have success and player that doesn't have success. You, if you want to be a player successful, you have to follow these things. Because I lived that, I, 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 I saw that in my career, and I, if I don't leave it, I saw another players having success or, or, or failing in, in, in his career doing wrong things or don't follow the rules or don't pay attention to the coaches or, or uh, these kind of things of being a bad person. Okay. So uh, I, you have the, you have the, the, cho the, the, the choice. If you want to be a good player, okay. Being a good person or if you want to be a, a good player, being a bad person. So this way you're going to fail. Later or soon, you're gonna you're gonna fail. But uh, if you are a good person, being being a good player, for sure you're gonna have success uh, in a long term. So you have to keep being the same way and follow follow their leaders. You know. Uh, I think it's really important to focus on those little details. So, like for example, if you're a player coming into the pitch, saying hi to your teammates, saying hi to your coaches, you know, even saying hi to the kit man or, or any anything, uh, saying oh, bye, thank you. All those little details that are sometimes overlooked, but I think it's super important. And I, I, you, you as a player, when you when you were a player, when I were a player. Uh, I saw this kind of thing, and if you have the, the the view, the vision to, okay, to to pay attention to these kind of little details, and then in the future you're gonna implement it in your own life. It doesn't matter if you are if you're not a coach or, or if you don't, you know, soccer, for football para nosotros, for us, you know, is the life. You is is it's like. You know, I compare the biggest university of the life because you can see how players, how selfish could be or how good person could be. You can see, for example, in my country, you, I leave it, you know, things after playing Caracas, I used to play in, in, in other teams that, you know, teams get paid for, pay monthly, but you know, later, uh, three months late, and you as a, as, a, as a teammate, you need to, you know, understand the situation of your teammate. If he having a bad mode one day, and you cannot fight with him. You have to say, man, sorry if I give you a bad ball. I know you are having some things in your life. And that kind of things you don't learn in the university. You know, uh, some, there's something that, that you can live and understand the, the emotional intelligence you learn 
in that in this in this uh, in the life as a player as a player i saw i saw a video the other day that said something along the lines of being a soccer player is 95% preparation and 5% performance because soccer players are human beings yeah. but they have to sometimes leave all their problems outside the field and focus on what's going on to the field but sometimes the thing is we bring those problems onto the field you know what yeah. i mean and when you get to a certain level as a professional you know people are expecting you to be sharp people are expecting you to to play a good game people don't know what's going on in your life but no. we still we still sometimes we got to act like robots yeah just play a good game and then after we worry about our problems so i feel like being a professional player being a professional coach it's super important to have that the ability to to kind of take away your problems and like protect your mindset in in that environment yeah you know what i mean yeah uh, the, the players you can see in the players that have they have more successful in, in his career how humble they are if you see that if you if they these those guys are that has that kind of role model uh, as a model you know it's uh, it's impossible to the rest of the players having another you know being another track you know no and and also danny i just want to touch really quick on that one game with uh Florida Soccer Soldiers against Charlotte Independence in the US Open Cup. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was a great run last year. What did you say to your players before the game or the week leading up to that to that match? What what was the the talk in the locker room? Well, a lot of a lot of people ask me about that. Yeah. Because uh, I, I mean watching the game from the outside I could tell that all the players were super motivated. They just they wanted to leave it all out on the field. And of course, you know, it's a big opportunity uh, being able to play a team of that level. But yeah. I also understand that a coach has a huge role in that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not it's not you can't just be like guys go out and win. No, no, no. You no. have to say there's something else that was in there. So if you don't mind sharing that little secret <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no you know it's uh, something that i that i always that i always going to have is prepare my players for the best game in their life you know i don't prepare players for the next game i prepare players thinking that after this game is going to come something bigger in their life and the players that i have they are following a dream they are motivated for for something they want to they want to reach something some of them wants to get a better scholarship some of them wants to um wants to play professional some of them every single player has different different in my level they have different kind of dreams different kind of motivation everybody needs to put that motivation every single practice in front of them and that's have to be the 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 power that make 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 them um, make good things in practice you know living the life in practice coming after work 
to practice is not is is not you have to work there you know it's not just okay i'm gonna go to practice to get sweat and you know and and sweat a little bit and and that's it no 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 you come into the game to come into the practice because you are following something you want you're dreaming something so that that's the moment when you start calling the attention of the players and the players the players think okay yes this guy is is understanding what i'm doing now they this guy is you know is um believing in me this guy is uh, um trusting in me he's understanding me when i say danny i can't come today to practice because i'm working and you know i have my kid sick and these kind of things you know and hey no worries before before to get in the in the field we are you know we are friends okay and i want that you see me as a friend but of course after the after the line of the of the pitch you need to understand that i have to give you some value as a player don't mix that things and you know i was preparing the brain of these players because i knew they they will be prepared for if we prepare the brain for these players in the future you're going to have a successful team and when i see when i see the beginning the the successful the kind of player that were getting to my team and, and you know the quality because you were there and you you could be there easy where you decide to don't go anymore <laughs> and and you know when i were when we were starting you know passing faces and win this game and win the other game and win it. okay guys let's let's think big let's let's think mls why can't we play in a mls team why not so that was the goal for us the goal for us it wasn't win to charlotte it wasn't win to miami fc it wasn't win to to red force so no 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 our goal were always playing against a team mls and um you know of course uh, we have some limitation we don't train like them we don't have the same uh, facilities than them they practice every single day we practice one day yes one day no wait one day no and you know make make them understand the the day that we are off is another day that you have to train you have to do something you have to do anything you have to train your brain every single moment you have to think in the game when you are watch brushing your teeth when you are making your coffee is thinking and breathing soccer breathing football breathing every single moment and then they get involved and get involved and get involved and get involved and you know when it, when when you are in that situation you know you you see these guys running as an animal and and then you can they realize they they can do it they could do it and 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 the other team is sometimes como se dice menospreciar uh less appreciated yeah yeah could be they think okay this is a amateur amateur league amateur team is this is going to be easy yeah, they and look then, down on the amateur team. Yeah, and when then soldiers getting getting in the comfort zone 
and that's going to be a problem for them because the quality of the player in that moment that I had, it was amazing. And, you know, with the motivation that I had, that they had before, it was an excellent compliment. And boom, you see what happened. You know, magic, magic games, magic. Losing. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's amazing, Danny, that you touched on it, that it's, you, it's like you plant this seed of confidence in the players. And it's not until they are faced with a moment that they realize that they cannot do it, you know, yeah. but it's all work over time of just planting that seed in their minds. Cause I'm very big on having a strong mindset. I'm having and having a positive mindset, but it all yeah. starts with yourself at home, you know, on your yeah. own. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's just the, the passion behind wanting to get better or the passion of wanting to improve and get to the next level. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think it's super important for a player to be in an environment and, and be led by a coach that can kind of push them in that direction. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, no, because I think not every player is is lucky enough to to have uh, that that exposure to that type of mental yeah. training. Yeah, yeah. Well, Miguel, listen, head coaches, and have to be a, a master motivating, master motivating teams. It's not just about the knowledge because in some point you're going to have the roof. Okay. Okay. You cannot do anymore because you don't are good motivating. So you have to prepare yourself. Of course, every single day is something new that you have to learn and you have to be updated all, all the time. But if you don't have the, the, the correct words, in the current moment, in the right moment, something is missing in the table, you know. And you have to be prepared as a head coach, as an as a assistant coach, to, you know, to motivate your team in this, you know, situation that they need to listen to, you know, that kind of word that say, okay, I understand. I, the way that you transmit your, your knowledge, you know, have to be with passion, have to be, and then the, the player is going to have credibility with you because when you are saying something, it's because you have the results. If you say, hey, do this, because you're going to have success. And then in the practice, you show him how to do it because it's not just, okay, do it. No, no, no. You have to show and you have to prove to the players that you're gonna have success with that. That's the that's the problem. Because you say, okay, do this, okay, and the and the player's gonna tell you, okay, how? How can I do that? If you don't teach that. And then you have to get in the practice session and teach what you want of your players, the way that your players play, you have to teach your, your methodology, you have to teach your your game model and and then you apply that in the games. And the players are going to believe in you if, you if they say, okay, this is have the results in practice. This is, this is having results in games. So, and then they start believing in you. Okay, this guy, yeah, maybe he's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's awesome, Danny. That's really nice to hear. 
And then how do you, how do you maintain a high level of intensity in the trainings? Cause I know, you know, sometimes, you know, we're, we're training every day or training every other day. And there comes yeah. a day that I'm just, I'm lazy as a player. I, yeah. I don't, I, I'm going to show up cause I need to, but I, I'm not going to put in a hundred percent. How do you deal with, with those, those days when players come in kind of lazy and, and the intensity is low and you notice it as a coach, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Well, you, you as a coach have to have the, you know, the perception could be. The perception, perception. Yeah. yeah. To note when the players are tired or when the players are tired, but at the same time are motivated. And then you have to manage the law of the practice. You know, that's not always you need to have a trainer next to you, somebody that have more knowledge in that that fat, that part of the, of this beautiful world that is being a staff of a, a competitive team, uh, you know, and have a good communication with him because he's gonna tell you, hey, this player, he can, he cannot uh, raise the legs because he's tired from the work, or this player is, you know, is sweet today. Let's do it. Let's let's create challenge. Let's always uh, have a winner in the in the in the practice, because if you don't create that challenge, you don't you don't gonna create winners. Always so you have always, to involve. always creating some sort of competition. Always, 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 always in the competition in in, in my session pra session practice uh, is something that that, that I that can miss. Even when you are close to the game, I create some competition games and, you know, to have the spirit of winner for the players, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Danny, to wrap it up, I'm, uh, I'd like to ask two questions at the end. Yeah. Um, my first question to you, what is your definition of being a winner? My definition of being a winner? I think uh, have the credibility of the players for me is being a winner doesn't matter if you win a game uh, but the players doesn't believe in you so i think that defined me as a coach i focus in, in in create credibility for the players and then the the, the win is gonna come by the flow you know love it and then my last question for you is going to be a little different what advice would you give to to younger coaches starting up? Okay. Uh, younger coaches have to burn faces in, in, in their life, you know, as a, as, a, as a coach. If you want to be a, a higher level coach, you need to start from the roots. You need to do it well. When you feel that you're doing well in some, some topic on some things, you can move on. But you need to go step by step. You know, I, I saw many ex-professional players became as a coaches and failing. So you can see, for example, to give you an example, any team in Real Madrid, when Raul, he retired from his career, he started from the, from the youth teams. And all the coaches, Solari, all the coaches in, in their life, in, in the higher level, elite level, they don't start right away in the first team. 
they, they, okay, you need to prepare. You need to start from the beginning. So if he wants to be um, a higher coach level, you need to burn your faces. You need to, you need to become a good coach in the U5. You need to become a good coach in the U10. You need to and learn and learn and learn. And then when you're getting stuck, you focus and burn that face before to move on, you know? Oh, I love that answer. I think it's super important also to, to be patient with the process. Because just oh. as you are a soccer player, the long hours of training, uh, preparing for opportunities, there's a whole process behind it. And I think as a coach, uh, the same thing applies. There's a, there's a process behind becoming a great coach. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, Danny. Well, thank you so much for being on our show today. Uh, remember, guys, if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, we are now available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This is the Winner's Circle by Grande Sports Training, a podcast where we dive deep into the mindset of professional soccer players and now professional coaches. Until next time, Daniel, thank you so much. Thank you, Miguel. Have a good night. My pleasure, my friend. Thanks to you. Have a good night.